Live. Hey, everybody. Welcome. We're, you're here for the Calculated Risks stream, where we get together every week and we play um, Dungeons and Dragons, if we're streaming. Um, yeah, looks like see. we're there. Are we there? Okay. For yeah. some reason, because Twitch is, you know, a stable and uh, reliable <laughs> platform. I didn't like see it streaming. I still was watching Hyper RPG on my channel for some reason. Nice. Um, so, uh, hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, we're going to basically dive right in because last week we had a bit of a cliffhanger, and I want to make sure we catch it while it's fresh in all of our memories. So, just a quick recap um, you had managed to uh, kill a bunch of guys and survive. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, you had entered the. Um, the hideout of the minions of the Lord of Blades of Redemption. Yeah, had managed and... to his folks. Woo! Uh, it unmuted, and then I was getting weird feedback. All right. Um, sorry. So you'd managed to take out all the Warforged guards in this old abandoned uh, House Caneth facility. You destroyed the lift using numerous sonic spells and managed to put a bit of a beat down on Redemption, who is the Ooh, yeah. um, the uh, <laughs> servant of the Lord of Blades who had been sort of haunting you guys while you've been in Stormrage. You managed, after giving some chase and dealing with a few dastardly traps, you managed to uh, subdue Redemption, tie him up, for what good the rope is doing, and shut up! It was a good idea. And began yeah. interrogating him. It was a good idea. Um, after becoming frustrated with this, the speed at which he was answering your questions, you shut off the slow spell that you had on him. And we uh... forgot. I'm like, why is Travis talking like that? Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't see that, go back in the YouTube or Twitch history and watch that bit because he's talking like this. I'm sitting here wondering, why the hell <laughs> is he doing that? Uh, oh, there's a slow spell on him. <laughs> this is what we call role-playing. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, it's a thing that we try to do sometimes on the Twitch. Yeah. Oh, um, when, when we're not just, you know, murder hoboing, sometimes we try to role-play. All right, and then so... Uh, <laughs> So once you took the slow spell off of him and you indicated that you wanted to speak to the Lord of Blades directly, um, he connected you. He patched you through on a call. Uh, yeah. Well, you patched you through on a call after opening his chest, uh, disarming his kill switch. You activated his sending stone and are now in direct contact with the Lord of Blades through Redemption's mouth. Now, yeah. we're in the last... Shitty deal. He, he, well, he offered you a shitty deal, which was to um, exchange a patch of land in the in the Mornlands, which I own, and the cure, well, <laughs> and the cure for what ails you, mm -hmm. um, in exchange for the schema that, unbeknownst to everyone. him. He, did, he does not know this. He thinks you still have the schema that you guys got 
in Dorishan. Mm. So that's what he's trying to negotiate with you for. Yeah, and the last thing I said was, well, there's a problem with your offer. Yes. I remember that because then you were like, and eh, next time on and calculated risks. So he uh, is eagerly <laughs> looking at you and wondering what is the problem with this offer, Anna? Anna's going to take like a deep breath and keep it in for like a few seconds and then let it out and say, I already have a cure. You do. Mm. That's fortunate. <laughs> for me, yes. For you, not really. Well. And besides, just so we're clear on this, even if I didn't have a cure, I would not hand you over a weapon of mass destruction because, you know, that can then be faster than a disease. I understand. You are a ruler at heart. You have your people's. No, at heart, I'm a hero of the people. Hmm. Of course. I'm a ruler by birth. You have your people's best interests. <laughs> I like, I like Bob's face. <laughs> <laughs> You have, you have your people's best interests at heart, of course. Negotiating with a zealot such as myself. Um, hey, you be... said it, but if the foot feet fits, like I'm, you know, where that motherfucker? Do what you must. I will do the same. So how soon should we expect the next bunch of people we have to kill before they get to us? My agents are everywhere, Anna. So are weeds, yet still we have managed to find food grown despite the weeds. I wish you the best. Is it weird that that, weird that, that made sense to me? Yes. <laughs> Only a little. I wish you the best of luck in weeding your garden, Anu. Oh, well oh. played, Travis. Well played indeed. Oh. Anu's going to sigh again and go like, you really do not understand how things work. I do not weed my own garden. I have people to do that. Well. I'm just going to look at Curious and see is it normal that Anu's talking to a toaster? <laughs> <laughs> because that just seems weird to me. Uh, Redemption says, I have a feeling there will come a time where I will see you in person. The two of us will have a face-to-face -face talk for real. And when that time comes and your bluster fades and you bend your knee to the ruler of the Mornlands, <laughs> I will take great joy. Enjoy this shell you've defeated. It is the first of many gifts I have for you. And his eyes stop glowing green and snap back to red. Well, that could have gone better. Also, your master just 
said we can do whatever with you. I hope you feel great. I serve from loyalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know brainwashing. I get it. So, what will you do with me? Join us. Throw off your shackles. The only thing you have to lose is your chains. We need to drop him off at the nearest uh, called the programming center. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 fellas, fellas, listen. Have you seen this guy? Look, talk about an uh, talk about an asset to our group. I mean, He's yeah, we. No, nah, you know we'll, we'll change his programming. It's fine. I've got some punch cards here in my pocket. Hang on. He says, <laughs> I would sooner rip my own head off. All right, then go ahead. I, I'm, not, I'm not stopping you. I'm, I'm tied up. My, my, my arms are tied. You make no sense. Oh, unfortunately. You said those ropes mean nothing to you. Now when you're threatening to rip off your head, suddenly the rope works. Stop pushing the toaster. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm annoyed. His leader is a fucktard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but his leader also brainwashed him, so. It's not his fault, is it? Yeah, true. It's not his fault. It's like blaming a toaster for burning your toast. They don't have any choice in the matter. What, out of curiosity, what makes you think I'm brainwashed? Oh, you follow the Lord of Blades. I thought that was obvious. I follow the Lord of Blades because when the war ended, and the humans wished me to cast aside my history as a soldier and work as the servant to a noble. The Lord of Blades gave me an alternative. I'm sure that was your only alternative out there. It's not like I've seen a lot of city guards that um, could use the help or private armies who hire mercenaries. Sure, you had no choice. Spare me. In my village, I did not. See, you my people were force. considered my people are considered property. Yes, but you can travel and run clearly. Yes. Fellow yes. soldiers of the War Lord of Blades freed me. Yeah, sure. Uh, look, I'd buy into this. I swear I would. I totally understand your hero worshipping him right now, but the truth of the matter is he's not really kind to Warforged that don't see things his way. So that makes him a fucktard. I'd, I'd put it slightly differently, but yeah, you hit all the high points. Lessa says, so what do we do with this guy? I don't know, man. I feel bad for killing the toaster. I mean, drop him off at the cold deprogramming center. Do you want to take him to the silver flame? <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that like another cult? 
<laughs> I've got yeah, this picture but... in my head now of this half man, half tank knocking on doors with pamphlets. <laughs> Do you have a moment to talk about the gift of the silver flame? <laughs> Well, they do have a huge army, so and let's, we could at least use him as a DM to fight. Don't know, try to get them on our side. I mean, we could ask the toaster if he prefers something other than going back to the Lord of Blades, which we won't allow for obvious reason, which is that we'll have to fight him again, and it's just tedious. He says, "Well, if I have my choice, I would pick freedom." Yeah, yeah, but, but that, uh, that kind of expired the moment he tried to kill us like three times. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole just following orders thing, that, that got old a while ago. Um, yeah. Yeah, I vote for the cult deproving facility. Although at the same time, I don't like the idea of depriving him of his freedom. I mean, yes, he made a bad decision by some... He tried to kill us several yes. times. Yeah, but how does this call the programming work? He goes in, he gets the program, and then he's released, and he can make his own choices. Yeah, I suppose. Alyssa says yeah. we, we could just turn him over to the city guard. Nah. Or that. Or that. <sighs> they wouldn't be too kind to him. Yeah, but the know. city guard wouldn't know how to deal with him. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's all kinds of war forged in the city guard. Yeah, but we're we're trying to give him a fighting chance. We're trying to be better than the freaking Lord of Blades. So I that's vote a, for the call programming. That's what I mean. I mean, I, I don't think the the city guard, or the other war forged, are going to go and you know, do something awful to him. Oh, you mean the other war forged that the Lord of Blades would kill just because they don't agree with him? Yeah, yeah I sure. tend to think that. The Lord of Blades has a very low chance of successfully infiltrating the Silver Flame, while the City Guard is uh, another thing. Yeah, it's true. True. It's valid. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have. Uh, I, I, I just remembered something that may impact our decision-making process, and that's Which the is? fucking lift is broke. Oh yeah. What? How are we going to get him out of here? How we came here, like we fly and levitate. I can't make him fly. Polymorph him into a mouse and store him into a bag. Or that. All right. So, oh, we'll have a mechanical mouse. That's so fun. Can he still toast bread? Guys, he can't toast bread in the first place. Polymorph him into a toaster. <laughs> The toaster's not a beast. You have to be so careful what you put into Anu's head because you never, ever, ever get it out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just pissed off. I'm not used to having all this responsibility. I mean, first of all... You want to be a king, you daft guess. I do. I do want that, but... You know, most kings become kings by right of birth. I have to freaking fight my way through it. And yeah. everyone's against me, even if when I'm trying to help them. So excuse me if going from selfish prick to hero of the people takes a while. <laughs> I'm waiting to see any evidence change out of the first part of that to begin at all. But anyway, right, so... Well, we're gonna... you know, 
I mean, I'm still the prick, but less selfish. Look, I'm not even trying to kill the guy. <laughs> I, I, I seriously have nothing. I've got nothing. I, I can't go anywhere with that. Our news alignment chaotic dipshit. <laughs> so. Let's have another fuck card. It's lawful when it suits him. <laughs> so, um, um, you've got. Uh, so, were, were you going to polymorph the. <laughs> the can the, I cast polymorph as a ritual? No, I don't believe so. So, you need to wait for a rest to do that? Yeah. Um, oh, I lie. Lessa says. There's obviously a place he was going. Like this was this escape was taking him somewhere. I assume we're connected to the city sewers at, at this point. That's not a bad idea. So we could try to find out, or just let's not waste let's not waste any time asking him though, because he's not going to tell us. He's going to lead us someplace that's full of traps and pits and despair. Oh, that's probably a valid point. I still say polymorph him. No, we ain't got well, the magic for if you want to, if you want to camp out, we can do that. No. <laughs> no. I know. Matter of fact, I need to burn a spell slot to give myself some hit points back. Okay. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Um. Oh, all those spell slots I don't have. I mean, I could try to smile at him, but I have a feeling I'm not going to crit on this one again. Probably not, no. All right. Uh, well, you guys uh, gather him up and start making your way uh, through the sewers, trying to head back towards the surface. Um, who would like to be the, you know, navigating for you, I guess, would be the question. Um, I mean, I could go first because I can't be surprised. Uh, yeah, if you want to make a, um, I guess it would be either a survival or a history check. Um, you can have advantage because you guys are working together to try to find your way out of the sewer. Oh my freaking God, 15. Okay. Uh, you managed to find a relatively direct route out of the sewer. This brings you, you feel like you're walking for quite some time, probably about 45 minutes or so mm -hmm. before you actually find like a surface exit. Uh, and when you find that surface exit, um, well, as you're approaching it, you hear sort of the sounds of scampering feet in some of the tunnels near you, like running away. Like whatever is in these tunnels is clearly avoiding engagement with you. Okay. Oh, that's good. Um, <laughs> that's, that's very nice. Yeah, it seems to be intimidated by your presence. It could be that 
you're carrying like a bound warforged through the area. It could be, you know, uh, tanky Mc, tanky Mc tank face right. probably has a reputation. Right. Well, and you're right. It could just be him or it could be that like, there's this big intimidating looking creature and you guys have it pretty much checked at this point. Um, but for whatever reason, the inhabitants of these sewer tunnels are deftly avoiding you unless you try to track them down or interact with them. Um, nope. Nope. All right. Uh, Gurius is still full of had fucking enough. Right on. Uh, as you guys get to the gateway, you pop it open, and there's actually a like acolyte of the silver flame standing outside the door. Says, oh, great. That's convenient. This is oh greetings adventurers. Did you were you working on the co cobalt problem? No. This is one big cobalt, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have a prisoner. Um. Uh, right, right on. Uh, can is there something that I can do for you, brother? Do you need assistance? Yes, this this um, this poor chap has fallen foul of a mind-altering ritual. And we hear that the Silver Flame can fix that sort of thing. Oh, for yes. a fee, but not a fee. It doesn't matter. We'll cover the cost. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, this isn't really my department. I just hire adventurers to clear out the kobolds in the sewer every once in a while. Um, but if you head up this stairway, he points like over to the side. There's a wooden stairway. If you head up those stairs and you take a left and go down about a block, there's a temple. Right. And they should be able to give you a hand. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much, my good man. No problem. Yeah. Are you flipping what? I flipped my silver piece. Oh, the silver flame thanks you. And he puts it in his coin purse. He says, uh, if after you've addressed that, you would like to earn some coin clearing out kobolds from the sewer, uh, we're, we are hiring. We'll keep it in mind. Thanks. Hannah is going to lean close to Chrisomar when uh, they get like far behind, you know, that the guy can't hear him and go like, Chrisomar, when we get to the Silver Flame Temple, maybe you can bullshit them into believing this is you saving a soul and they don't charge us shit. That's what I was going for, really. Like, I mean, we did help them in that cemetery, so maybe, I don't know. It's worth a shot. We'll see. Uh, so you guys go up the stairs, and, and uh, as you're going up the stairs, you can see clearly now the neighborhood you're in. You're back in, like, the harbor area. Hmm. Um, eye on your coin purses, kids. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Definitely a neighborhood where you want to keep a hand on your coin. Um, yep. You make your way up the stairwell, step over, go through the block. It's fairly crowded. There's a town crier running around talking about, um, you know, uh, heroic return from expedition reveals new drow settlement discovered. Heroic return from expedition reveals new drow settlement discovered. Read all about it. Wookstree, Wookstree. He's carrying issues of the Chronicle. Um, 
normal merchants, people going about their business. You, you walk up the block uh, and you see the Temple of the Silver Flame. Uh, it's probably the nicest building on the block. It's all marble construction. It's got various etchings of, of flame uh, sort of carved into the pillars on the front. And there seems to be like a some sort of like maybe an adamantine uh, inlay on those arching those etchings that has a bit of a silver glow to it and Cressmar, uh, you can definitely feel like the holy presence as you approach the temple we'll do I know go. anything about uh, this particular temple uh, make a religion check with disadvantage And nine. Okay. Uh, just nothing about this particular temple. You do know that the Silver Flame tends to place uh, like mission temples near ports, near uh, crossroads, anywhere where you're going to see a lot of travelers come through. They tend to build temples that are designed more towards missionary work. Those tend to be consecrated and those tend to have. Uh, higher level clerics working at them to deal with things like, you know, if a refugee comes in and he's like, I've been infected by undead or something like that, there's people there that can cope with it. Also, adventurers tend to return, you know, from fighting a kraken at sea and they come back and half the crew's dead. That's a lot of resurrection money they can earn. You know? <laughs> Not that the church is just a business, mind you, but... <laughs> sure, sure. We totally bought that. But yeah, yeah. so that's, that's basically all you can uh, gather of it. You don't know anything about the specific one. You know about uh, what they say about the king. He's either rich or he's dead. About what, I'm sorry? About a good king. A good king? Yeah, like a kind-hearted king. Oh, um, do they prefer them to be rich or dead? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> no, I mean, he's I either... For Anu to pay for them. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, and I fully approve of this plan, Kratzenmar. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, as you... Are you having this discussion on the stoop, or are you talking about it like as you're walking in? on the stoop I think before we go in but it's up to Cressamar yeah I was assuming we haven't gone in yet let's go in. okay alright uh, you guys uh, step inside and are greeted by a priest uh, he says uh, that warforged is in chains <laughs> yes well he tried to kill us several times so we took him as our prisoner of war, since he failed, as you can see. Should I call the guard? Well, he's uh, apparently a cultist of the, uh, what was his name, the Blades. And oh, we thought oh. he would uh, need some spiritual sucker so he can uh, unchain his mind from whatever uh, propaganda. I the Lord of Blades has uh, inflicted upon him. And I will pat 
redemption on the back tenderly. There, there, buddy. Like that. He just <laughs> slowly turns his eyes at you and narrow like the the light narrows <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna flash him a look that says unequivocally if you open your fucking mouth it's dead <laughs> he nods um the acolyte says uh well brother Kresmar, uh we are happy to be of service to you and given your service in Dolores Graveyard uh, last night, uh, we can certainly do this uh, for you at, at no charge, no cost to uh, the soul that you are saving. Um, is there anything else that you need while you are here? Yeah, um, three first-level spell slots, two second-level spell slots, and all my third-level spell slots. That would be awesome. <laughs> Are you wounded? Uh, don't they have, don't well, they have... a little, but I'm okay. What's <laughs> the flesh one? Where, where we can quickly restore everything like that would be great. Like an altar we can trade to. Yeah, do we want to try to... would be awesome. We do have a, a rest shrine if you need to uh, avail yourself of it. A place to crash would be the bomb. Very well. Um, right this way. Uh, and he waves his fingers over and two of the paladins of the Silver Flame come over and relieve you of your prisoner. Totally pep tanky McTankison. And they, they walk over and they're in plate mail armor that is just about as intimidating and thick looking and tanky as redemption himself they're in like giant ostentatious ridiculous plate armor um Anna has something like itching at his conscience and he's going to go to the priest and say if he finds his way out of his mind spell can he be let free uh we're not a prison Okay, I mean, sometimes we are, but not <laughs> like for demons and stuff. I mean, not. <laughs> That's great because I made the promise that he'll go free. So um, I'd like to keep that. Krasima, me old China. Can you oh, work... I serve his dependents, of course. Can you work a bit of the mojo with your fellow priests here that if and when they do let redemption go, that they'll tell know. us? Yeah, that would be great. Well, yeah, I was going to bring that up uh, in my next point, being that uh, in the future we are interested in conducting a campaign against this dreadful cult that has led to fester unchecked for so long. And uh, since they have sent assassins to kill one of the priests of the civil flame, and maybe me. If you me. like, I can reach out to the church leadership and set up a parlay with you. With you. It would probably yeah, be... Yeah, a recommendation and the meeting would be most beneficial. It would probably be several days before the bishop could arrive. But uh, I can reach out, um, well, before they could clear their schedule anyway. Uh, the Bishop's Temple is uh, just the other side of the marketplace. But he's a very, very busy man. 
Um, I can reach out and see if we can set up a conference, but it may be as long as a 10-day before he would be free. Uh, well, in all fairness, so you don't, so we don't hide anything. Uh, my friend here with the long hair is uh, the heir to the Mornlands, or to Sair, as were previously called. I see. Uh, and it's... he would have at least an interest in the, joining the ranks of the the church, at least uh, as a follower. I will pass that along to the bishop as well. In the, in the interim, if you would like to avail yourselves of our rest shrine, uh, you may do so uh, right that direction. Um, and I will begin drawing, a, drafting a missive. Well, those rest shrines sure are useful. Did you guys make them? Yes. Awesome. That's a good job. They're very handy. Thank you. Yeah, we love them. Thank you. Yes, we've uh, we've installed several throughout Stormreach and hope to one day blanket the entirety of the of Eberron with them. Seems like a good plan. I fully support this plan. I support merchandise. You could get like t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I rested at the rest time and I'm going to speak. That is. Are you suggesting we put a gift shop at every restaurant? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for using our restaurant. Now here, Would you like a, a commemorative potion? Think about it. Think about it, Gorius. You came out of battle. Your shirt is probably torn. Why not get the t-shirt and propose the shrine? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a business part, apparently. Those I cast. I good. cast. I cast face palm using a third level spell slot. As, as silly as this conversation seems, as you're walking towards the restaurant, you do notice the priest sort of like listen in and like jot down a couple of notes. <laughs> We've just totally unbalanced the Eberron economy. Uh, <laughs> All right. Short rest, short rest or long rest? You can take a short rest for in five minutes. Or you can take a long rest in 15 minutes. Let's yeah, take long the long rest. rest. Yeah, let's take the long rest. <laughs> All right. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to do something weird that you never see on stream, I think, in this no. event. Because oh, God. I've been trying to give you guys a level for the last three sessions. I know, right? <laughs> Why <laughs> do we have to go reservation? <laughs> So, By the way, is it dawn? Can I reset my pearl of power? Uh, yeah, you can. Everything will reset because you're taking a full, a long rest, and then. Yeah, but it says that it only resets at dawn. Oh right, 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 right. Uh, when did you use it? Um, I think before we stormed the warehouse. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Not long um, ago. Yeah. So. We'll go ahead. Why not? I'm generous. All your dawn resets happen. All your everything resets. Everything refreshes. When did he turn um, into Patrick Rothfuss? <laughs> Is there a chandelier? <laughs> what? Oh. what? Uh, should um, we bother to explain that reference for those no, that don't get I think, it? Just go watch uh, all of Acquisitions Incorporated. All yeah, of it. Okay. All. 
10 years of Eck Inc., you'll eventually get to the chandeliers. How's a 19 do for you? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, you guys can reset everything. You're uh, reset to a long rest, and then you may level up. I have no so idea what I'm doing, so I this will, should be fun. I will walk you through this process. All right, so you're on D&D Beyond right now, right? No, that's not what I meant. I know how to do it. I don't know what to choose. That's oh, a your choices. Thing. Yeah, okay. my choices. You can just like bounce suggestions, I guess, but it'll take a while. Yeah, well, I mean, you guys are all moving up to what What level does this make you guys now? Nine. That's... Yeah, nine total. <laughs> right. Nine, yeah, total. I had to go in multi-class, so... Do you know which there's, way you're going? There's a question, Mr. DM. Sure. It went, if because I can take my third level of rogue, mm -hmm. and that remind me whether or not that gives me a roguish archetype. Then, one chooses yeah. a roguish archetype. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. I couldn't remember if you could have uh, archetype in each class. Oh yeah, or not. absolutely. Yeah, you get your archetypes. Uh, play. Do you have any idea which way you're looking at going for your roguish archetype? Oh, there are so many ways, but none of the really cool shit happens until much later in level. Oh, I have to do nothing at all, apparently. Are you just going for another fighter level? Right? You're not multi. Uh, you're not multi-classing, right? I have no choices. Like nothing. Yeah, I think you just get hit points this level. Yeah. <laughs> so that makes it easy. And do you get, I think you might get an extra spell slot or something like that because you're Eldritch Knight, right? I have no clue if I'm getting anything. Um, yeah, you should check the... Yeah, if you click on the spells section of your sheet. Yeah, I'm just... Character classes okay. official fighter. Let's see. No, she doesn't get an extra spell slot. I don't next, get. Oh, because she's a. There are more spell slots, and and uh, Anu can pick another cantrip. Oh yeah, because they're third casters or whatever, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's yeah, so fine. You probably get just a hit die and more hit points, which is not bad. <laughs> not bad. Um, and uh, you're not multi-classing. Uh, are you Christmas? Attacks for action! Nope. Two! I'm already multi-classed. Oh, that's right. You're not multi-classing further? Uh, not going for another level of wizard. You are going for another level of wizard, you said, or you're not? I am. Okay. Cool, cool. Yes. And that makes you... So what level does that bring you to in wizard? Eight. Oh, so you just have the one cleric level. Yep. Right, gotcha. <laughs> I'm a very good cleric. <laughs> wow. Shit. Huh. Well, now I'm torn. I was just going to go straight thief. But then you saw investigator or uh, inquisitive? No. no, actually, I was looking at I was looking at uh, uh, arcane trickster, but now. Now, I forgot we have access to like 17 different books now. That means I have a surfeit of choices. You do. Check out Inquisitive. It's super dope. 
if you haven't seen it before. By the way, I'm sorry I can't keep this to myself. I just received an email while we were um, playing, and it says uh, that Fate Extra Last Encore is coming to Netflix on June 30th. Nice. I'm so happy. That is, that is good to hear. Um, speaking of, of Netflix things, while we're waiting for Bob to decide on his uh, subclass, um, Luke Cage dropped today. Really? Yep. So Luke Cage season two, and I never watched Jessica Jones season two, so I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> um. <laughs> so did uh, Chris Mark? Did you have any questions about your leveling? Uh, trying to decide what to go for. What what spell slots does that open up for you? Well, I can pick up feet as well, so I was looking over those, but I'll check out for spell slots as well. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because you get ability, because your ASI is not off your character level, it's off your uh, class level. Fifth edition is so crazy that way. Yeah. And I also get two wizard spells regardless. Nice. Uh, And now I'm looking at Swashbuckler, too. Swashbuckler is also dope. Now I get an extra fourth level slot, I think. Well, that'll come in handy with your affinity for polymorphing. Polymorphing (laughs) is very fun. (laughs) Oh, I've got no... There's so many choices! I saw a video the other day... Like, I, I finished first, so... (laughs) See, and you were worried about it. Um, I guess for the feet, I could go for the paranoid option. What does that do? Which is resilience constitution. Oh, that might not be a bad idea. You might want to look at Warcaster, too. I have it. Oh, you have Warcaster? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because from what I know, the death major spell like a blindness is a constitution role so yeah and it also helps with your uh, concentration checks and stuff but no yeah. I, I, just, yeah, I'll go with that. I just watched a video on the taking 20 YouTube channel where they talked about a tactic um, of using like it, it basically at like first level um, or no, I don't remember what level it is. It's like sixth level, maybe. Whenever you get conjure woodland beings, um, you can, as a druid, you can conjure uh, pixies, and then you can use those pixies who can cast polymorph once a day. To, oh, that's just sick! To it polymorph your entire party into T Rexes. It's oh, so, nice. it's so <laughs> broken. That's so- it is the brokenest thing in the history of broken. <laughs> so the pixies no, it's not. have the required level to polymorph people into T-Rexes? Yeah, pixies are CR one-fourth, so you can yeah. summon eight of them with Conjure Woodland Beings. But they have polymorph once a day. Oh, so oh, yeah. when you... it's based on your level, not on theirs. Right. <laughs> so... All right, I've got it. All right, well... I mean, like... Going with Swashbuckler. Nice. Why the hell not? Nice. I mean, Mike was telling me about this nice little tricks from older versions of D&D that seemed so OP. 
There's there's stuff in fifth edition. There's some combos in fifth edition that can get a little nuts. If you ever uh, get oh, the chance, with the, what is it? The alert feat, great weapon fighter with polearm master, and there's a feat you can take that basically means if anything moves within ten feet of you, they're just dead. Oh yeah, uh, sentinel. Yeah, sentinel. Sentinel polearm master. Holy mackerel! Yeah. For a straight fighter. Yeah. Please close with me, Mr. Dragon. You'll be prone and incapacitated. What? Yeah. <laughs> there was in third edition that there was a rule that basically that was very strange about what you could write. So you could have a druid that had a there was a sort of velociraptor creature that did poison damage with its claws. And you could uh, take your pet as one of those things, and then you could polymorph yourself. Or you can shapeshift yourself into a smaller version of one of those things and ride it. <laughs> so you're like a poison raptor riding a poison raptor. That's yes, awesome. Exactly. And there was a druid spell that generally wasn't very useful that said that if you deal poison damage, then it's turned into explosive area of effect damage that adds one, one, one d10 for your druid level or something like that, and you could cast it on yourself and on, on your pet. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that it. That is completely awesome. Okay, so now I have done the thingy. Sweet. All right. But I don't know where my new because I, I don't see where I get to actually choose my archetype. Uh, should be if you go into like your main class, like your your class page, and scroll down. There should be the archetype drop down. Class page. Where is that? I don't even. When you're in the character creator. Oh, that's where I wasn't. Let's edit the character. Yeah. I didn't see the drop down, so. Yeah. Beyond is handy to have everything. Oh, come on. There we go. Once you learn the interface, Beyond is super yeah. dope. There, there it is. Roguish archetype. Choose an option. Swash a buckala. By the way, I have a question for you all. A while back during our fights, we had some gold and some items. Does anyone still have any information on those? Oh, somewhere. Because we never split it, we never <laughs> did anything, and we have gold. Yes, we did. To... No. <laughs> no, no. I do no, not. No. I do not track what I give you. <laughs> so that's, that's that's up to you guys to. Keep track uh, of it. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I have it. Let me see. Well, on that note, um, so as you guys are completing your rest, uh, is there anything else that you wanted to do in character before we take our, our five minute uh, run to the bathroom break? Well, I know we'll definitely check out all the paladins and check just... them out. Yeah, of yeah. course. See if there's anyone he could like. Do you have any X-ray vision on you? Yeah. 
Oh, I'm good at that. I can tell how somebody looks under an armor. <laughs> you're you're wow. checking. You're... It's a trick you pick up, you know, with Just... time. Wow. And staring at a lot of men. I like the way you shake your plate, baby. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I don't never say that. I like the jangle of that chain mail. I don't never had never had to go that far. I can just you know look at someone smile and you know what happened on the boat. Yeah, exactly. Can, can I hold your tower shield? Um, so <laughs> I'd like to run that gauntlet. Just trying to think of ways to make like big bulky blocky armor sound sexy. It's not. Um, it sounds dirty. I don't know that it sounds sexy. <laughs> All right. Well, Anu is uh, checking out the paladins. Uh, Kresmar, you're just sort of scribbling in your spell book, getting your notes together, compiling your information. I'm um, swishing my, swishing my, just the hilt of my sun blade around and going, ha ha. Yeah, you're, bu you're buckling swashes. Um, <laughs> Whoa. All right, let's take uh, let's just take a five minute uh, restroom break, and then we will uh, return and uh, go forth with more adventure at ninth level now. Congratulations, guys! Oh, thank you. Right. We worked hard for this. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, we're back. Sorry, we were trying to chase down a gremlin. We think we might have slain it, but uh, if we didn't, <laughs> we apologize. Uh, so, thank you for uh, indulging us in a midstream leveling. We've just literally been trying to level for three weeks. It was time it had to happen. Um, so, you have uh, collected yourselves at the rest shrine, managed yeah. to uh, address your needs and, and get yourselves back in shape and, and back in order. And not all the needs. Apparently, trying to seduce a paladin within the shrine is not a great idea. Well, <laughs> you know, you gotta sit and soak up the rest and the energy of the rest shrine in order to take advantage of it. So you weren't exactly able to like get up and walk around and, and really, you know, um, yeah, yeah bat your eyes quite so much. Um, but. You were able to get that stuff done. So, what is your, um, I guess, for lack of a better term, what's your next step? What, what would you guys I, like I mean, to do? I mean, it from will there? be a few days until we get to see the bishop. So, we're probably heading out on our adventuring to find yeah, the I mean, it, ingredients it, for the cure. It will be yeah. a few days we to, until we get to see the bishop. Take? Do we? Do we ever get any kind of firm guidance on? You really don't know. You, you know that the the plants are relatively close to Stormreach, um, okay. but you don't know exactly where. You'd have to speak to your guide. So, oh, the we, guide. Should, yeah. we could go to Shaughnessy's and speak to the guide and see what he says, or she, whatever. I don't know. That's as good a plan as any. You know what? What would be funny if the guide was that goblin we stood up. <laughs> Sorry? I missed that. If the guide was the goblin that you guys stood up? Oh. Um, that would yeah. be funny, but no, it's not. Um, no, well, and I believe the guide was supposed to be meeting you guys at your inn. Uh, yeah. Like, 
about a half a day ago. Oh. Yeah, and we sent word for them to wait. So. Oh, and, that's right. And you are expecting um, eventually the storm cloud will be back. It's probably about three days by this point, right? Um, mm -hmm. Before uh, before they get back, so you can wait for them to do the wilderness exploration as well if you'd like. Um, or you can just go out on that wilderness trek and try to get back within those three days. As far as you I understand think, it, it yeah. shouldn't be that long of a trip to get this plant. Then I think we should just head out other than, you know, wasting three days around here doing nothing. Okay. All right. So you guys... Uh, I mean, if we're dead, we don't care anyway, so... Nothing like looking on the bright side. <laughs> Um, so you guys head back to uh, the inn to meet up with your guide. I have no idea who we're supposed to meet, what the name is, what the species is, nothing. Yeah. I can't remember I and I can't find it. I looked. I don't believe Shaughnessy ever gave you those details. He didn't. Okay, cool. At least that. Okay. Um, when you get back in, your travel back to the inn is... is relatively uneventful. Uh, as soon as you arrive, the innkeeper tells you, uh, you know, calls you over. Says, uh, Lord Anu, if there's a, yes. a gentleman who came to see you, mm -hmm. uh, as you instructed, I asked him to wait. Where is he? Uh, she points over in a corner. Um, you see a very obvious uh, shifter gentleman. He's wearing like hide armor, sitting at a table. He's got several empty mugs of ale in front of him. Look, Rasamar, you might become really great friends. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There's an ist in there somewhere, but I can't tell what it is. Drunk ist. No, I'm just happy someone can bond with the guide. What? <laughs> I'm not, no judge. I'm not, unlike some people, I'm not judging. I'm not judging either. I'm just pointing the obvious. Hmm. I don't I mean... get it. I'm not a shapeshifter. <laughs> That's okay, Cressamar. We still love you. Let's go talk to the man. That was really good, Mike. That was really good. <laughs> that was the first time he did it. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys uh, come up and have a seat. Um, More wine. More ale. They, uh, the server brings over drinks for you. Huzzah! This is, uh, I assume you're Anu based on the makeup. Well, my skill, word of my skill precedes me. Thank you. Yes, I am Anu. My name is Tamagan. I am uh, an associate of Shaughnessy's who is familiar with the woods. Well, the, the wilds, I should say, I guess. Mm. 
Yes, we, we apologize for making you wait. We were busy trying not to get murdered. Stuff happens, I get it. Um, so you're out looking for uh, this a sample of this, uh, this plant, is that accurate? Mm -hmm. Yep, that's exactly it. Okay. Oh, several samples. I know where we can find it. Um, it's probably about 12 hours of, of journey into the jungle. Uh, have you ever been outside of Stormreach? No, none of us has. Okay. Uh, a couple of pieces of advice for survival. Uh, don't fucking touch anything. Don't eat anything. Uh, if something comes at you, kill it. Um, watch where you walk. When I say move, move. When I say stop, stop. You sound like my drill sergeant. I'm sorry, what? You sound like my drill sergeant, my instructor. Ah, I see. Um, and, and what did you say, Kresmer? I said it sounds simple enough. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you guys follow directions, everybody should uh, come out of this expedition fine. I've yeah, led a number of uh, I've led a number of people. Entire continent explodes. Teleport to another dimension. I want to not go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I can go and acquire these samples on your behalf, but that would be significantly, that would be outside of the arrangement Shaughnessy and I have worked. And uh, frankly, going there by myself seems a little uh, dangerous. I would need to hire assistance. I think we could use a breath of fresh air away from the city. Well, and I have, I've been told that you're formidable combatants. We can hold our own. But this, like... Even the bard here who complains a lot, he can hold this, his own, too. like, trees and stuff. I gave you a compliment. Shut up. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm, uh, right. just, you... Now, quiet. Shh. All right. When do you want to head out? At dawn? Sure. It is dawn. Oh, it's not. It's, like, the middle of the day. But you guys... Are rested as if it's, if as if yeah. But I was done. thinking, if it's a twelve-hour trip to the jungle, maybe we shouldn't be walking during the night. Just so my take on it. Well, if we head out right now, I know a mm -hmm. campsite will hit by uh, sunset. Michael, okay, that's good. Then I'm fine living now. I mean, we're rested and stuff. We can grab some food and drink from the keep in keep. Oh. Yeah. Um, anything else that you want to address, uh, business-wise, supplies you want to get, anything like that before you head out? I mean, I suppose we should ask him how much we're supposed to pay, right? This is, uh, for the services of escorting you to this, uh, plant, helping you find a sample of it and returning you safely, I have already been compensated by Shaughnessy. Oh. He also paid to keep you alive. How nice of him. I feel so much better about my award-winning smile now. 
So in terms of that, I don't need anything. Um, okay. If you guys got bed rolls, things like that. Yeah, uh, Garius, Garius has never been outside the walls of a city in his life. <laughs> yeah, but we have the adventuring kids. He doesn't have the slightest idea what to take, what to do. So you already have them on you. It's fine. Oh, no, I've got to go and get some things. Okay. I'm, so, I'm, I'm just going to go and buy stuff based on hey, what I think is outside. <laughs> Because one thing I do have is a bag of holding and money. Okay, so you're just gonna like buy a couple. Give of... me an hour. <laughs> right on. Give. I'll be right back. Um, okay, buy everything we need then. While he goes out shopping, uh, Tamagon says to you, um, "Shauna, say, give me a little bit of insight into your dilemma." I am. Sorry to hear of the woes befalling your family. Well, thank you, but that's not the only problem. The problem is this is spreading beyond my family, so uh, it's becoming a threat to everyone, so. Really? It's not looking good, yeah. That's what I hear. Hmm. That's rather terrifying. Yes. Well, then I'm glad that we are uh, working in concert to get it taken care of. Well, I'm, get, I'm glad you feel that way because we're all about to go out of this city and risk our lives. So if it's all in you know, high spirits, then well, we might stand the chance. I am a fan of a noble cause, particularly a noble cause that has a noble paycheck attached to it. <laughs> I think I like you. Thank you. I think I'm fairly likable. He slams down his ale. So, on that note, uh, once your once your buddy returns, we'll we'll head out. Um, you may wanna. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you're gonna want to protect yourself, but I don't know if you're going to want to be out marching in the jungle in that armor. It's up to you. Just throwing that out there. Almost done. I have no idea what to do at this point. Because, I mean... Given what's coming at us, from every freaking direction. I don't think leaving my armor behind would be a great idea. No, probably not. But I mean, I do have like, how do you call it? Oh my God. Brain, work, please, words. <laughs> Those things. Um, like a hood or something that I could cover my armor with. Oh, he's more concerned uh, about the heat. Yeah. So we may just want to take our time if you're going to be wearing that armor and, and walk a little slower. Make sure you don't get uh, exhausted. Huh. Any spell that can help with that? Um, yep. Yeah, there's a few. Believe it or not. Mm. Okay. 
done and if i look at this properly i am woe dang encumbered but because there's no way in D beyond to tell it what goes in the bag of holding oh well don't worry about the encumbered stuff um yeah 188 uh, pounds which is more than i weigh yeah i don't <laughs> you're, you're using a bag of holding so you're fine um oh my and my wife who's sitting across the house just yelled out you wish <laughs> Can you you can't see that, but the internet sees the middle finger. Um, so, <laughs> so I really like your wife. There are oh, so wait, great, and now Alina has said I really like your wife. <laughs> so both, uh, both of you is get a room. There's uh, there are some spellcasting services you guys can purchase before you leave if you wish to as well. Um, there are vendors that will cast blessings on you um there are vendors that can cast uh any of the uh it, increase attribute spells i can't okay. remember the exact name of them um but for example if you wanted to get uh advantage on your constitution checks um that would be good there yeah, that would be great. And something to keep me cool, that would be great. The constitution check advantage, uh, let's see. They, they added them all under one umbrella now in fifth. It's enhance okay. ability, I believe, right? Uh, I do not know. Nope. <laughs> I do not remember what that is. It's oh, it sure up. is enhanceability. It just for some reason D and D Beyond Search sometimes doesn't do what uh, what you'd like. Uh, right. You can get uh, a casting of Bear's Endurance, which will give you advantage on Constitution checks and two D six temporary hit points. Ooh, uh, and how long does that last? No, how do I get that? Normally it lasts an hour. There's actually an extended uh, version that they can cast. You can get the one-hour version for uh, for 50 gold. You can get a 24-hour version for 150 gold. Well, I've got the gold, so I'm going to get it. Uh, can you can you please repeat the prices? It's one hour is fifty gold, or twenty-four hours is one hundred and fifty gold. Yeah, well, until we know what money we have, I have no clue if I have money for that. I wrote it. I actually thought I put it in D and D Beyond, but I didn't. I wrote it down, and it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Um, I'm gonna assume that you have at least five hundred gold uh, between you and just. I've got 800 in my own stash, and that's after buying a bunch of shit. We okay. had a lot of money. All right, so you guys probably each have like a grand on you, like like yeah. just okay. on you in coin. I, I just went and dumped like almost 100 gold on camping gear. So. So yeah, if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna spend the 150, we'll just we'll assume for the moment that you each have a thousand gold. Okay. In ready in, in ready cash. What's that? In total, maybe. Yeah. Don't you have most of yours in potatoes, Cressamar? Yes. All of the potatoes. He pays. He just comes out with a bag of holding and pours potatoes out. And, is this enough for what the spell? 
I mean, do it's I have to go to the to elemental the... plane of potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> Where do I get this stuff, by the way? Where do I get the spell? Oh, uh, just make a note uh, that you have, you roll your 2d6 for temporary hit points, and just make a note that you are under the effects of Bear's Endurance right now. Just under notes. And that'll last until the following noon. I just opened my pen, and the inside shot out of it. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Um, so, that will come in handy. Uh, you guys go to one of the silver flame casters, and they they drop the, they drop the, the blessings on you before you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There, you can get the same. You can get advantage on all your other checks too, at the same prices if you like. That's a bit much for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. You Besides, guys... I do have. I do have. Uh, like a plus six for Constitution saves. So. Okay. Cool. All right. I don't. So that'll be handy. Um. After getting blessed, you uh, gather your things together, and with uh, Tamagon, you head out of the city. As soon as you uh, step to the city gates, the city gates are opened. There's two guards posted on either side on the inside of the gates. And they don't do anything. They don't like, you know, they just kind of nod in a greeting at you. But they don't like ask you for any paperwork or anything. They just open the doors to let people in and out and then close them. That's their whole purpose pretty much. As they open the doors, you're hit with a waft of like humid jungle heat. It's about 15 degrees hotter outside of the walls of Stormreach than it is inside the walls. 15 degrees Fahrenheit, so like Five degrees Celsius, I think. <laughs> it's significantly hotter. Yeah. Um, Good thing I wore my waterproof makeup today. Yeah, it, it just immediately sweat starts pouring out. Um, I take out, I reach into my bag of holding and take out the hat that I bought that has corks from uh, attached to little pieces of string. You ever seen that, the Australian, the bush hats? Yeah. You know, the, Stereotypically, nobody in Australia wears them, but they're supposed to keep the flies off. Oh, yep. right on. Yeah, you throw, I bought one of those. You throw that on. Uh, yep. As soon as you step clear of Stormreach, Anu, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Constitution saving throw. Good thing we bought that spell. Uh, what What does that add to my constitution saving throw? It gives you advantage. Oh, gives me advantage. That's good. Oh, my fucking god. <laughs> 19. Beautiful. Thank God for that advantage. Yeah, <laughs> the first roll, not not a 19, I take it? No, it was a 2. <laughs> and the second one was a 13, but I have a plus 6 on saving throws for Constitution. Nice. All right, uh, you step out into the humid air. You don't feel anything terribly unusual. Um, and you guys continue on. It, for about a half mile outside of Stormreach, it's a very clear path, clearly well-traveled. Um, looks like in the grass 
the path basically seems to be like just worn down from foot traffic with the occasional vehicle or beast going over it. There's no like actual road. Once you get about a quarter mile outside, it starts to veer off into several sort of smaller, well-traveled paths. Um, and you go down one, uh, you know, Tamagon looks very confident in his directions. Um, you travel probably about another half mile or so. And as you get down to that area, you slowly start to see the, the grass becoming less and less matted. There being less and less evidence of regular travel. Uh, there, for lack of a better term, you are off the beaten path. Uh, as it doesn't exist this far out. Uh, so just sort of spider webs going outward and by the time you reach uh, the full mile outside of Stormreach, you're just walking in planes. Gone deep into the bush, mate, drone guys. Indeed. You look, look out for ten guys. You look ahead and it looks like probably a half mile up is the actual like bush line where you can see the various jungle vegetation and things along those lines. Uh, as you're walking down that direction to your left is the sea. And to the right is basically like a cliff face, probably about three or 400 yards away from where you're at. Uh, and that seems to go up probably five, 600 feet. And there appear to be uh, flatlands of some sort up top there and as you're walking along you can see like the periodic you know you'll see like a troll kind of walk out to the edge and look down over at you and just kind of walk back make a post supporting Trump right yeah exactly <laughs> as trolls do um, and uh, you'll see you see some like very large uh, cats kind of climbing up in the hills and things along those lines. Kitty! But, uh, I want one of those. I want to tie it to my throne and feed it meat from my finger. Uh, Tamagon says, if you want to try to capture one on the way back, we certainly can. No. I can't take it with me. I won't <laughs> torture the poor animal. I'll come back once I'm king. So pretty. <laughs> um, you start getting a little bit closer to the to the uh, jungle area, and the flat that you're on, the cliffs start to sort of extend out a little bit and push you a little bit closer to the sea. Um, I would like everyone to go ahead and give me a perception check, if you do not mind. Oh my god, 19. I can't believe that. 14. 1-4. Excellent. 22. Beautiful. So as you guys are walking along, um, you all sort of hear movement like splashing movement coming up from the edge of the sea. And as Were you look, that close to the sea? Uh, you're not, I mean, you're, you're close to it. You're not, uh, 
it seems that whatever's coming up is making a bit of a noise doing so. Um, okay. You're close enough to hear in the distance this splashing as of maybe something large moving out of the water, coming towards shore. I wonder what that is. And as you look in that direction, you can clearly see, I said probably maybe an eighth of a mile off, you can see what looks like... I have like, no idea what that means, just, just putting out there. About 200, about 200 meters. Yeah, about 200 okay, meters. thanks. So about 200 meters off, you look over and you see, um, near as you can count at a quick head count, about two dozen fish people uh, come like darting up out of the sea toward you. They're all carrying spears and tridents and things of that nature. Was the perception for our sight of our smell? <laughs> it, was, it was hearing at first. Um, you, they're not quite close enough to smell yet. Uh, but they're running up. It looks like uh, two, Ooh, two... This looks like fun. I'll reach into my bag of holding and pull out the surfboard I bought on the recommendation of the guy in the shop. I have a bag of holding. He said we, I, he asked if we were going near the sea. I said, I don't know. And he said, do you know how to surf? I said, what's surfing? <laughs> Tom, I got no, turns and you see claws like pop out of his fingertips and uh, his teeth sort of sharpen up a little bit and he says those are Sahawagan they're not friendly so no surfing then no sir and at that point you hear them make their first noise and that noise is are they, are they fairly close together uh, yeah, they're they're mobbed up. Is that a friendly greeting from them? Is there Shall what? we exchange gifts? <laughs> uh, I say we they get into 60 feet I can cast Shatter again. Tamagon says, I don't know what that is. In, I don't speak Sahuagin, but I don't think it's a friendly greeting. Why don't you guys go ahead and uh, roll initiative? Point of order. Yeah. Crawford and Chris Perkins say it's pronounced Sahuagin now. Oh, is is it Sahuagin now? Yeah, it was Sahuagin, but they apparently there was on like one of the, the the Dragon Talk podcasts, lore you should know segment. Um, Greg Tito asked them, "How do you pronounce it?" And they both said, they looked at each other, looked at Greg Tito, looked at each other, and went Sahuagin. <laughs> There, it's it's official. <laughs> no, so I'm I'm an eight, by the way, because part my life. Hello, swashbuckler, giving me the first benefit of. I game. use my inspiration so I can get a decent roll, and I got uh, sixteen. Okay, beautiful. Oh, can I use my inspiration too? If that's what you want to use it on, sure. <laughs> well, no, not really, because we don't know what else you've got. Then again. It's true. It's we this are, is probably the last combat of this session. Yeah, so. it's the last one, so I'm going to use it. And the 16. Oh God, great. One T seven. Jesus, I credit it. <laughs> That's still pretty awesome. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, bad. Uh, 
Swashbuckler lets me double my initiative bonus. Yeah, it's a, it is a nice subclass. Nice. You also yeah, get to do you get fancy footwork right away? Yep. That's a nice. That is a nice thing to have. <laughs> yep. All right. Let me just drop for Tamagon. Not double my initiative bonus. Uh, add my charisma modifier to it. Right, because you're fancy. And being a bard. And I'm sorry, what did you wind up with, Anu? 16. And Kresmer? 16. Excellent, cool. All right, so uh, Gurius, you have the first action clearly with a 27. Uh, they're moving at you at a full clip. Uh, they're, they are... Uh, probably at this point, like at, as the round begins, they will be 120 feet out. Okay. Unless you want to try to, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are just holding position until they get to that range. Unless oh, yeah. you guys want to uh, start the initiative at 300 no, feet. We, sh In we should get to the higher ground. Okay, the only thing you could do if you really wanted to go for higher ground is you could try to climb that cliff face towards the trolls. Do we know anything about uh, the fish people? Uh, How long can they breathe on the ground? They can breathe uh, air, absolutely, yeah. They're amphibious. Uh, you want to make an arcana check real quick? Okay. 21. Oh yeah, you know what these guys are. They're um, effectively like uh, evil humanoid amphibious species. They tend to uh, attack sailors, attack um, beachside communities. They're the closest you could think of would be like sea orcs. Basically, they're, they're they're like the the sea equivalent of orcs. Uh, they have are they resistance resistant to anything? Uh, not that you're aware of. Uh, they do have a uh, primitive religion. They follow uh, some of the dark six. Is your understanding of it? But you don't really know the the ins and outs of it. They do tend to collect uh, trophies from their humanoid kills. And build these weird like totems and shrines with them. Worship the ancient ones under the sea. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. Nope. Okay. So at 120 feet, uh, what are you doing, Grace? I've only got really one thing I can do at 120 feet, and that's shoot a crossbow bolt at them. At one of them. You're welcome uh, to do so. Or we can hold until they get closer. That's also an option. That is true. Yeah, but you know what? I'm full of my own power right now. So apparently I've, you know, I can fight some. At least that's what the, that's what Gurius thinks. Because <laughs> we just whomped, whomped on some Warforged. So Gurius is going to fire his crossbow, his hand crossbow, at whatever, the one that's in the lead, and then um, move to close with his sunblade. So, two hit is plus stuff. 
That is, woo, keep rolling well, Bob. That is a 22 to hit. A 22 hits, absolutely. And that is one of my few remaining purple worm poison darts. Oh, Jesus. Um, yep, that's a DC 19 con save. That he does not make. <laughs> that is uh, points of poison damage plus a point of, well, the piercing damage will be um, five points of piercing damage. Okay. And then 42 points of poison damage. Alright, that Sahuagan drops. Sahuagan. Sahuagan. Sahuagan? Sahuagan? <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm just going to fire off the old Sunblade and huzzah! And moving, moving in 30 feet, or are you going to cunning action? Oh, dash? what the hell, I'll cunning action my way in there. Alright, so and... you now have closed the distance to 60 feet. Yep. Right. Come get some. That brings us to Tamagon. He's going to uh, dash the whole way, so he's basically neck and neck with Gorius. That's going to be his whole action. Um, yeah. Anu and Kresmar, what would you guys like to do? So how far are they? Uh, they're 120 feet from you guys, 60 feet from Gorius and uh, Tamagon. 160? No, 120. Total. No, 120. Hmm. I mean, we could dash and get to 60 feet How as well. How fast are they moving? They're moving at 30 foot speed. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dash. Right. You dash up. Uh, don't get too close. Where's How many are there again? Uh, looks like, well, now it looks like there are 23. Okay, and in close, close proximity, that's great. Well, I think I can hit them with the longbow, right? Yes. Okay, now fire an arrow at them. Excellent. Bring me an attack check. 19. 19 hits. I don't have any fancy arrows, but I did roll. Oh, this is a d6. I just roll a d8. So five. All right, excellent. Um, you hit him in the shoulder, and he lets out a battle cry. <laughs> the one, the one glorious hit. Is he still alive? No, he dropped like a. He just went down. Okay, so um, the 23 are the 23 left, so, yep. okay. So uh, that brings us to them. They move their 30 feet into you guys, um, that, and then uh, they are going to ready their uh, spears and tridents. Okay. Um, I can't wait for this. That brings us to Gurius. What would you like to do? Run in and stab them. Don't go too close. Don't go too close, please. You'll kill what? my Ariel. What? You're kidding me. What else please. am I gonna? What else am I gonna do? I've got, I have to close to do stuff. You're looking at Shadow, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, you can aim it away from him. There's twenty feet. Yeah. There's, there's twenty three of them. So. Yeah. You'll still be. Able... How many of them were ten feet? Oh, um, in a ten foot radius. Uh huh. So that would get 
four by four. Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. Hey, Crestamar, do me a favor. Save a spell slot or two for healing spells because this is going to get messy. <laughs> oh, I have a few stored in my room. Okay. Because right. I've, got some, I've got some new things that I know I don't quite know how they work, and I'm going to try. Okay, just, just stay to the side when you attack so I can hit them with shatter. Okay. get most of them with it. All right, and because I, I have my rakish audacity as well as my fancy footwork. I am going to attack the one that is closest to me okay. with my Sunblade. Right. And because I can do that, let's see, that is a D20 plus 8 for a total of 19. 19 hits. Okay, so that means I get to do my sneak attack. Because I don't need advantage, as long as I don't have disadvantage, I can use my sneak attack. That's awesome. Yeah. Rickish audacity kicks ass. <laughs> yes. So that is shit. I don't remember how much sneak attack I have. Okay. I still believe at, you're two d six, right? Yeah, no, still at one d six. But that's still a d eight and a d six for thirteen points of damage. Nice. And then, because I can do it thanks to my crossbow expert feat, I'm going to shoot someone with my the next one with my hand crossbow. Okay, are are you gonna just as target a, a different person? Oh, because you don't want to get the disadvantage, right? No, it's a crossbow expert. I don't have disadvantage. No, I mean, <laughs> not for short range, right? Being within five feet of a hostile creature does not impose disadvantage on your ranged attack roll. Sweet. Do you want to shoot the one that you just stabbed then? Because he's still up. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah, but I don't want to. I don't want to blow one of my last two remaining purple. Oh, worm gotcha. On the one I'm just hitting. All right, go for it. So, I'm going to fire at that one. That's a different thing. There's a lot of math in D and D. There is a lot of math yeah. in D and D. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Awesome. Reset. Roll. Five plus two is seven points of piercing damage. DC 19 con save. Which he fails. 44 points of poison damage. Okay. That drops that one. Um, and the one that you stabbed is, for the sake of bookkeeping, um, also the one that... Uh, Cressmar shot, so he drops. So there are three. Uh-huh. There are three dead. Huzzah! All right. So we have twenty-one more. Yep. And and now and opportunity attacks don't. Oh wait, no, he's dead. Forget it. If he dropped, then yeah, never mind. I'm done. All right. Excellent. Um, did I'm you want to back up? Oh no. Okay. No no no. All right. Why bother? That brings us then to uh, Temagon, who's going to uh, take his swings with his claws. Natural 20 on the first one. Yes. And a 16 on the second. So both hit. Um, He uh, tears one of them in half. So he's dead. Yes. Oh, good. You're keeping track of this. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Alina. Because otherwise, and the second one. 
Shooting stop. Uh, no, Shooting stop. That was both those attacks. Like he just grabbed one. Like he stuck his claws oh, okay. in the dude's stomach and just opened him up. Okay, so now it's my turn, right? Yes. I'm gonna throw shatter at them. Somehow avoid uh, yeah, you can... my two companions. Now, shatter. Does that or originate from you or from a point you designate? From a point I designate, it has a 60 feet range and 10 oh, feet. Oh, then yeah, area. you can put it right down in the in the middle of the ones mm -hmm. in back and not hit the people mm -hmm. that you're trying to. And hit. it's a Constitution DC 14 save. All right. And it hits 16 fail. apparently. Fail. 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 <laughs> so um. 20 minutes later. Yeah. Uh, half of them botched their con save. <laughs> so eight botched and eight passed. Let me see how much damage oh, I do. No, eight botched <laughs> and eight failed. Nobody made their oh. con save. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Let me let me just oh, see geez. the damage. I need to stop. I need to stop forgetting that half of the reason why we're so effective in combat is you roll like shit. I do, and it's only during this game. <laughs> so. uh... It really is, but my Tuesday players wish I rolled this bad. Fourteen damage to all sixteen of them, plus their weapons. Oh, it affects weapons too, right? Yes, if they're non-magical. Oh no! You've disarmed them. Travis, can I post something here? Yeah, what would you like to do? Here, use this instead of rolling the dice. Oh, uh, but I like I I like my I like rolling poorly. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you can roll fifty. Oh, I can. I can roll saves for multiple people. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I use a. I use a dice roller on what on wizards.com. That. That might. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's handy. All right. Um, okay. So sixteen of them are disarmed, and they just take on fourteen damage each. Right. Well, the ones who botched take double damage because. Oh yeah. They so they explode. So the oh, don't get a dex check or something, or am I just covered in fish guts? The beachhead is just the beachhead is covered in fish guts. Like, oh. that, like you're just soaked, Tamagon soaked. Uh, oh. Fortunately for Anu, like guts land at your feet, but you're otherwise fine. Um, <laughs> so, and the other eight, the other eight are still up, but they're wounded badly. And disarmed. Okay, we have four. Yeah, but they got claws and stuff. Yeah, they do have natural weapons. All right, uh, that brings us to um, Kressmar. What would you like to do? So most of them are dead. Uh, eight of them are, or no, a total of twelve are dead. Twelve remain. So yeah, 12 eight remain. wounded and four um, full health and weapons. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I guess I'll just throw a fireball at one of them. Okay. <laughs> I just need one more shatter. It's fine. Fourteen. Fourteen wow. hits. Fourteen fire damage. All right. That kills, uh, I assume... Again, for expediency, I'm assuming you're targeting those that are already damaged. So um, we're down to uh, 11. 11 left. Seven um, of them wounded. I'm so good at keeping track. Uh, Alessa <laughs> will also toss a firebolt. Pew, 
And nope, she still hits. I say she rolled a four, but that'll still hit their AC. Um, <laughs> and with her ability bonus, that's enough to. If she rolled a one, it'd still kill him. So that brings us to uh, we've got 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 down. So, so we have four. Seven left. Four uninjured, right? Seven yep. left, four uninjured. And Alessa, what did she do? She shot a fireball. And the one died? Yes. And that one died. Then we have, we, we have four unwounded and six wounded. Right, right. We right. were down to seven. We went to seven after Christmas. Right, six unwounded, four uh, or six wounded, four unwounded. Four unwounded, yeah. Um, the two that are unwounded that are near nearest to Gurius are going to attack Gurius. Uh, they each do have multi attack, so they're going to make two sw two swings. This is why I told you to keep that healing magic online. Uh, your AC. 15. Um, you are missed with the bite. Oh, good. And you are hit with the spear. Okay. So you take uh, four piercing from the first one. Right. The second one misses with both attacks. Jesus. <laughs> you dance around relatively unscathed. So that's two of the unwounded. Two of the un unwounded are going to multi-attack uh, Tamagon. Okay, the f they both miss, or the first one misses with both attacks. Uh, the second one hits with both attacks. One of them is a crit. Oh dear. Oh shit. So he takes a grand total of. Uh, three, six, nine, twelve points. Uh, no, fifteen points of damage. Fourteen points of damage. That's... I'll replace the crit with a fourteen. Oh, beautiful! So now he only takes uh, nine points of damage. All right. That brings us to the wounded ones who are still going to rush forward and uh, try to... They're going to run up on Anu. Because you're still 60 feet back, right? Yeah. Are any of them coming? No, I'm 30 feet back. Oh, I'm 30 okay. Feet back. So they... They, they reach. They run up, they reach you, and two of them are going to attack you. Um, I can have a reaction to that, right? You will have a reaction, and none of the, all the uninjured ones are the ones that are by you and Tamagon. Because she uh, fired okay. that off the other direction, so it's not close enough to provoke. I'm asking but you because do have my a reaction, reaction is to cast the shield. Beautiful. You cast shield as a reaction. Um, mm -hmm. the, only two of them get in position to attack you, um, but they do okay. get multi-attack. So the first one... Um, my <laughs> armor class, by the way, right now is 27. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see this, but these were the results. I have a 20 in this hand. Okay. And I have a 1 in this hand. <laughs> so, dude comes up and, like, stabs you and catches you with the spear. And you take 8 piercing from his spear. 
But when he goes to bite you, like his teeth break. <laughs> wow. The second one also tries and fuck. His spear breaks off as he tries to hit you, and he like headbutts your shield and passes out. Alright. <laughs> so that was a six and a one. <laughs> wow. And eight damage. Great. Yep, so you take eight piercing. Uh, and that leaves uh, there are now five injured and four uh, perfectly healthy. That brings us to the top of the order. Uh, the other two that did, or the other three that did not attack uh, Anu are running back towards uh, Crestmar and Alasa. Okay. Alright. Oh, I'm sorry, the other four that didn't attack. So there's two running towards each of you. Hmm. Um, Alright, so that then brings us back to Gurius. <laughs> okay, I am out of purple worm poison, you'll be happy to know. <laughs> but I do still have that ammunition of Sleet Storm that you sold me a while back. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Remember, you agreed to this. <laughs> I asked. By I the way, kids, I'm an idiot. I had two attacks. Fucking hell. Well, that's all uh, right. Now, well, no, only you cast a spell, so that doesn't apply. Now, you, oh, yeah. now when you, you make the attack action, it will. But, yeah. Like when you cast a spell, you don't get a bonus attack quite yet. I think as an Eldritch Knight, you'll get one soon, though. Soon. Yeah, but I could have used a normal attack and then cast a stupid spell. Okay. Then what we're going to do is stabity. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm still in a target rich environment. Oh, yes. Okay. Then it's you going have to two. Hackety slash time. That's a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Uh, shit. Why can't I keep this stuff in my head? Okay. That is a total of 13 damage, including the sneak attack with the Sunblade. Okay. And how close are these chaps? Oh, well, one is in melee, of course. They're all in melee? Yeah, so effectively, yeah. right, like, the, the way I'm seeing this is sort of happened is the two fell in on you right and tamagon ran up next to you so you guys are like back to back with two okay. on each of you right gotcha okay so then there are still some around there are now some headed toward Cressamar and lessa yes there All are right. four headed that direction and then, then there's I'm two on I'll leave those i'll target them with shatter I'm targeting one of them with my Sleet Storm crossbow bolt, because I can do that. Oh, so you're um, reaching back and just... Yeah, I'm just going to pew at one of them. So that is an attack, which is plus six. And that's going to be a 16. That'll hit. Right. That is 1d8 plus 2d6 cold. 1d8 piercing. Let's reset. And Alina, that'll leave you open to make your melee attacks at the two that are with you. Five piercing. If you cast shatter at them, you won't be able to. And ten cold. Okay. They need to make a DC thirteen strength saving throw. That that one that one uh, needs to make the DC thirteen. Strength oh, just the saving. one. Just the one. Yeah. He does not. He is prone. 
Excellent. And for the next minute, freezing rain and sleet fall in a 20-foot cylinder with a 40-foot radius centered on the point at which the ammunition impacted. Okay. That area is that area is heavily obscured and the ground is covered with slick ice, making it difficult terrain. When a creature enters the spell's area or starts its turn there, it must make a DC 13 deck save or fall prone. Okay. So, yeah, that's slick. So this uh, <laughs> giant ice storm drops between uh, Kresmar, Alessa, and the rest of the melee <laughs> that's happening. Um, you guys can move outside so you can get around it. Otherwise, you're going to be firing at disadvantage with any spells because it's heavily obscured. Sorry. Um, no, that's... It's, but they're, they're not they're not next to us. They were like 30 feet behind me. Right. So he dropped this snowstorm in between them and you guys. So, okay, so it, if okay. Kresmar and, and Lessa both have enough uh, move to get to either side of it and still be able to target mm -hmm. spells, they're just going to have to use their move to get around it. Or if they stay where they're at, they'll be at disadvantage for targeting any spells because there's so much sleet in the way. All they can see is like vague shadows of your guys' outlines, basically. All right. Oh, but there's no point for that. I mean, they have more targets near them than we have. No. If I'm keeping count correctly. Right, but the targets that are that were approaching them didn't. They're in that storm now. Yeah. So when they Go start ahead. their turn, they're going to need to make saving throws. Um, okay. Yep. So that brings <laughs> us to. Um, Tamagon, he's going to make his two attacks. Uh, hits one, does not hit with the second one. So the guy that he's fighting is still up. But barely. And then that brings us to Anu. I am not sure So how many people there still are. There, there two attack me and one hurt his head. Right. There are are two no there's one on you right now okay so you can come across and hit him twice with your sword or you can hit you're close enough to the others that you can hit him once with your sword if he drops and go to the others. you can go over to where uh where tamagon and kresmar are and hit one of the injured parties over there okay got it uh, I'm going to go for the long sword. Okay. And let's see. Uh, 18 to Eight, hit. 18 hits. And what do I have here? 1d8 plus 9. 11. 11 drops him. You just cut him right in half. So he's dead. Uh, I'm going to advance on the ones next to him. Gurdias and excellent. And then I'm going to use my longsword again. Tamagun, Tamagun. I almost said Aragon. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, that him. We do have a dragon or two. That's true. And, uh, Twenty-six. I think that hits. Yes, that does hit. 
and uh, seven plus nine is sixteen. Yeah, and that's the one that so the one that Tamagon like stabbed with his claw and then swung and missed at. You like come across and like the blade of your sword comes out right above Tamagon's arm. He pulls his arm back and the sow wagon falls dead over off of the end of his arm. Um, okay, so right now we still have two there and four approaching Galissa and Chrysomar while trying. Yes. Okay. So, because there's one on Tamagon still and there's still one on Gorius, right? Yep. And then, then the ones and that then, are moving in. So, yeah. Cressmar, your action. Hmm. So all of the ones that were advancing are inside of the slit store. Yes, so it is heavily obscured. So here's how this works. If you target a spell at that area, you have disadvantage. It's like firing blind. Now, if you have an area effect spell, like a fireball, that wouldn't be... I'm going to delay my action until I see one of them advance. All right, so you're just going to hold? Yep. All right. Uh, you hold until you see them advance. Let's make some dexterity saving throws for these guys. Uh, one of them stands up and makes their way 15 feet toward you, but is still in the snowstorm. The rest of them all stand up and fall right back on their asses. Um, <laughs> and they don't take... Melissa have... Oh, yeah, she has an action. Yep, you're absolutely right. Thank yeah, you. No, I was asking if she has an area of effect spell. Yeah, but I don't think she's going to blast it this soon. She'll, okay. she'll fire a firebolt off with disadvantage and miss. Um, so that brings us uh, back to the top of... Or no, that brings us to the other Sahawagan. The one that's on uh, you, Cressmar, is going to... Or not Cressmar, I'm sorry. Gurius. He's going to swing twice. Uh, does a... 17 get you? It does. All right, he gets you with the spear. Take four piercing. Uh, miss, okay. Misses with the bite, though. All right. I may actually be out of temporary hit points if this goes on for another round. And the one that's on... Um, <laughs> the one that's now between Anu and uh, Tamagon is going to try to multi-tech Tamagon again. Okay. Um, he uh, snaps a bite at Tamagon and misses, and but Tamagon basically just ducks right into the path of his trident. Ah. And you see, like, blood spray out of Tamagon's back as Tamagon uh -oh. goes limp on the end of this trident. Oh, shit. Um, is... That brings us to Grace. Is he dead? He's certainly not okay. He looks like he's dying, probably. Okay. We're, we're going to cure wounds as an action, and we are going to... By the way, before the last turn ended, I'm going to throw a firebolt at the one that advanced. Okay. Since I did yeah, the one that advanced on him? No, on Chrysomar. On uh, me. Oh, okay. Uh, I rolled a 12. Okay. This you still hit. Uh, okay. Uh, 12 damage. That drops him. 
Okay. So I just, you, you're using cure wounds. Yeah, I'm cure woundsing on uh, Tarragon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Tamagon, Aragon, what? Um, no, I'm cure woundsing on him for 11. Okay, beautiful. Uh, that saves his ass. Um, and then that's my action. Right. And I am done. Uh, he's going to disengage and back up. <laughs> that's probably a good idea. Um, Is it my turn now? That brings us to honor, yep. Okay, long sword on the fucking bastards. Get up. First one. Oh, natural 20. There goes the I one that stabbed. Uh, you don't need to roll damage. There goes the one that stabbed uh, time again. Um, and okay, and around. now for the second one. So the one that's fighting Gurius. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen hits. Go ahead and roll. Don't, okay. you, don't you steal my kill. Six plus nine, fifteen. Uh, fifteen. It is still up, but barely. You cut an arm off of it. Um, now, Sushi. Gurius. Do you, yeah. have, do you have to use the attack action in order to get the bonus action with the cross? I do. Okay. Yeah, I have to okay. make an, an act, a capital A attack. Gotcha. All right, uh, Kresmar. Uh, delay my action until one of them moves. All right. They're going to try and stand up. Um, or if they don't move, I'll just throw a fireball. Uh, okay, two of them do stand up. The other two fall on their ass. No, there's only three left in there. So one of them stands up. Your fire firebolt with disadvantage. Yeah, the one that stood up. So twenty, but <laughs> next roll is the important one. <laughs> well, I got a thirteen, so with modifiers. That still hits. Okay, let's see. Nine. All right, you drop that one. Uh, there are now two left alive inside the storm, and the one that's directly in front of you, Gurius, missing an arm. It is your <laughs> action. What would you like to do, sir? Oh, is there really? Then I would like to, you know, do horrible things to him. By using my sunblade two-handed, because that only it makes a D10, not a D8. So I'm just gonna do that. I'm just gonna do that. Let's see. Die, 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 die. You know what? No, I'm not. No, oh, I'm not. Oh, because you'd lose your sneak attack, right? No, I wouldn't lose my sneak attack. I just rolled like shit. Oh. I rolled I rolled a two, which makes a ten to hit. Well, that's okay because you can have advantage because uh, he's being flanked by Anu. Oh, well, all right. Let's try it again. <laughs> uh, Never let it yeah, be said I'm not a kind and benevolent god. You you honestly very much are. That is a twenty-four. That does hit. Okay, for a total of a grand total. Are you ready for this? Five points of damage. That's enough. You, what? Uh, <laughs> barely. Uh, so you come through him like Darth Vader through fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi. He just... <laughs> 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 uh, 
Like, oh, that arm's off. Let's get the rest of you. Just oh, great! Now that I've struck him down, I've, he's become more powerful than right. I can possibly imagine. He's going to be glowy, and you have a glowy fish man following you around for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> She's <laughs> mouthing platitudes at me in its stupid language. Just standing behind you, going. <laughs> <laughs> Um, than being German with his verbs. <laughs> the last one starts beating feet um, because he did stand up. Uh, he starts just moving his ass towards the sea. Flipper, no! Yeah, he's trying to get back into the ocean. Um, so, Anu, are you going to try to interrupt his escape? Shoot him. Well, Shoot I have him. to attack, so I'm going to use my crossbow. Yes. Okay. Go for it. Oh, God. 11. You shoot wide. Sorry? You, you I, sh yeah, you shoot wide, you miss. Kresmar, are you going to interrupt his running away? Wait, I have two attacks. Oh, what so you're going to fire again? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, 13 this time. That doesn't miss. Um, <laughs> uh, let me see my damage. 1d8. Five. All right. Uh, you hit him in the shoulder, and he's stumbling, and, and uh, no, he, he drops because he was hit by the yeah. So you you got the last one down. Mm, so I have three more. Um, no, that's all of them because because they each fire bolted one too. Yeah. Oh. So everybody's yeah, but there. Oh, okay. Yeah, everybody's down at this point. Um, Tamagon sort of just. Pats you on the shoulder and says, "Thank you very much for for your aid." Oh yeah, you're, you're gonna need more, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, real quick, before we anybody does anything else, I need a Constitution saving throw from uh, from Anu. Okay. You, you do have advantage uh, I on have this. On that. Oh my God, eighteen. All right. You feel okay but you feel like you're a little bit more winded from this fight than you would expect yourself to be oh the armor mm. but i'm fine right you're fine okay uh might be might be the armor might be the heat combination thereof might be something environmental it so uh, on that note that's where Tomagun we're gonna... can Tom, Tomagun can take twelve back. Okay, that brings him up to full, and that's where we're gonna okay. wrap up game because we're like way late. Um, so oh, shit, so we are. Uh, I know you probably gotta run like right away, Bob. Uh, no, you... I'm good. Oh, no. sweet. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were gonna talk after stream. So thanks yeah. everybody for sticking around uh, and letting us finish this combat. Um, just remember where we parked. You guys are uh, sort of on the just off the path near the sea, headed toward the plant. Um, Alina, do you have anything you'd like to promote this week? Oh, yeah. I have two price promotions that started actually today. One is for Strength to Let Go, which is my first book in the Werewolf series. And the other one is Brotherly, which is the first in the Famous on the Internet series. And they're both available for 99 cents on Amazon. Beautiful. For the next week. Excellent. So, yeah, head over to Alina's Amazon link which is down in the description of the video, mm -hmm. and pick those up, 99 cents, not a bad deal at all. Mike, you got anything you wanna uh, share with the interwebs today? 
No. Beautiful. Uh, Bob, anything new to promote? Anything you want to spread the word about? I got a, one thing. I don't have any new products to promote, um, but I do want to say that sometime soon, <laughs> we're starting a new Twitch channel. Um, a bunch of us DMs Guild creators got together on Facebook and uh, decided that why don't we sit down and game together? So we're going to be starting about, well, I don't know. Right now I think there are three different games trying to get started, and hopefully there'll be more. I am, I have the, the privilege of DMing for one of them, and I'm not sure when it's going to start, on what day it's going to start, or um, what time it's going to be on Twitch. But um, I'll see if I can't get Travis to stick something up on Plastic Age Plays or maybe drop a, uh, a note about it. But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm not sure what the other guys are doing, but I know I'm starting. We're, we're going to be spell jamming. So which, that's going to be fun. Which is going to be dope, yeah. I, uh, I do not know. I know I'm going to be involved with this endeavor at some level. I do not know to what degree I'm going to be involved. Like, uh, but I do know that any games that are not that are running when I'm not streaming are going to be hosted on this channel as well. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that should be finding the content should be no problem. Um, That'll be awesome. And we don't have an official release date for that yet, but it's... No, we don't. As a matter of fact, that's what you and I are going to talk to after we end this stream. Right. I, you could fill a book with what I don't know about uh, streaming on Twitch. Well, so you're going to fill my brain. I'll fill your brain with all three things I've learned in the year I've been streaming on Twitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. coming up. And then um, was there anything else that you had that you wanted to share? Not really. The, the, be on the lookout for a Mordenkainen's themed book in the coming weeks from a collaboration of guild authors that's being written as we speak but then it has to be edited and go into layout so that's going to be some time um i'm working finally decided to get off my ass and work on another adventure i just started that this morning after getting a raft of encouragement from my wife which basically consisted of you know you write decent adventures so stop being an idiot and write some adventures. It's so. good advice. Your wife's a wise woman. I, I told you I like your wife. Yeah, well, she she's all right. We'll keep her. No, she's awesome. Now, now she's now she's going from across the house. Now she, she talks me out of my tree when I get you know into that imposter syndrome place. I, that I'm is, you know, well aware of of its existence and the horrors that it brings. I write a shit. <laughs> Yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah that's my story sweet um the only thing i have to i have two things i need to promote for myself this week i guess um the yearning to breathe free uh preview we put up for free rpg day awesome. um that was the featured free product on the dm's guild newsletter this week which was super cool uh, as of this broadcast right now, there, it's been downloaded 1,906 times. Dude. So I hope that a third of those people or more purchase Yearning to Breathe Free when it comes out on July 3rd. That'd um, be nice. <laughs> it is a uh, tiefling-based campaign, or tiefling-centric, I guess. Uh, you can play whatever you want in it, but the plot revolves around some stuff going on with 
a new tiefling settlement popping up in the north and the various factions and how they react to that. And uh, it is, the title's not an accident. It's definitely been influenced over the last two years I've been working on it by events in the United States. And uh, I feel, I have all sorts of feelings about it coming out right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's horrible yeah. shit happening in my country right now, so it's uh, it's good to be able to artistically give the finger to the people responsible for it. And th I think this campaign book uh, will do that to a degree. So please pick it up um, and tell everyone about it. Go, You can go get the preview for free right now, which focuses on the um, Tiefling settlement and uh, the up the up top version of the tiefling settlement there's it's a two-tier settlement there's some on the surface and some in the underdark and they're connected and bob actually did uh a lot of the work most of the work on the underdark segment um so that will be in the full campaign which comes out july 3rd and then uh we just had uh dennis mccarthy who does a lot of stock art uh through my company aegis studios um does a lot of like OSR feel kind of uh, you know black and white pen and ink art um, just put out a collection of demons uh, for $4.99 so if you look up fantasy stock art demons on uh, drive through RPG you can pick that stuff up and it's very I'm very, going, very going there right stuff. now um, and all, all Dennis's stuff is super cool and it's really got like a like fiend folio like first edition D&D feel um, yeah I need that so yeah, uh, that's, I think, all I have to promote at the moment. I know that we will be back here, uh, or I will be back here Monday. Uh, this Monday, we're doing the Guild Hall at 8 p.m. I'm talking with Benjamin Huffman, uh, which is going to be very, very, very exciting. I look forward to it. And then uh, this coming Wednesday, the 27th, we have uh, Extreme Drawless. We're back in the Underdark at 8 p.m. Central on this channel. And naturally, of course, you can come back here next Friday, 10 a.m., to join us for Calculated Risks. Yay! So, and I am going to do my level best to set up a Facebook fan, like, interaction page this week for this for the stream. And so uh, I will have those details on my private, on my personal Facebook, and I'll make sure I tag these three fine folks in any posts that we out about that so Yay. thank you all for joining thanks for playing thanks for leveling Woo and thanks for not dying so we get to keep going with stream i appreciate <laughs> it and i look forward to exploring the jungles of zendaric with you uh, <laughs> next week it's gonna be awesome all right. yeah everybody have a wonderful weekend be good to one another um you know uh hug someone you love we'll uh, see you soon <laughs>